0: Hey everybody, welcome to the You Were Born for this podcast with Father John Ricardo, Mary Guilfoyle. We're a couple of missionaries at Acts 29, and this is the podcast where we talk about anything and everything having to do with transformation in the church. Mary, happy Labor Day.
1: Happy Labor Day to you too. Does this mean summer's officially over, Father No, I'm not going to
0: believe that. <laughs> no, in, in Michigan, we love fall. It's just the problem that what comes follows after that. That's right.
1: Yeah, I don't like that. That's part. right.
0: But God is... Snow and rain, bless, bless the Lord. Lord. Snow That's right. and chill.
1: Bless the Lord. Oh, it's just not yet. No matter Please. what. <laughs>
0: yeah. Hey, what's our topic today?
1: Our topic today is a beautiful one, Father John. It's just simply called trust. Well,
0: that should be timely for most of us, right? So uh, why don't we pray? Huh? In Absolutely. the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
1: Amen.
0: Oh, Heavenly Father, we just thank you for the blessing of the gift of life. Lord, everything that we have has come from your gracious hands our lives our friends our families uh, even the difficult circumstances Lord help us to continue to come to know you to know your love your provision your faithfulness your care and especially help us uh, who are struggling the most right now and most in need Uh, to receive the grace necessary to trust you for whatever it is that is uh, threatening our peace right now, whether in our own lives, the lives of those we love, the world, the church, whatever it might be, just crowd out any fear and anxiety uh, with the gift of faith. All this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. In
1: the, in the name, name of, of the, the Father, Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Spirit.
0: So it's hard right now. Uh, I know. I know this is our topic, but uh, man, it's hard not to keep talking about the rescue project because things just keep moving so fast. You do have a couple of really quick updates that are probably worth sharing. What do you want to share with folks?
1: Yeah, you know. So we launched um, over two weeks ago now. So when we when we launched, we were in 22 states. The rescue project was in 22 states and 10 countries. You know, nine include nine plus plus ours in the US. That
0: counts. We're in, a country. That's
1: right. But in I think in, we're still a country. In do don't don't even go there, Sorry. Padre. So anyway, we are now in forty five states, which means in two weeks we've doubled the states awesome. that people are looking into running rescue in, in any manner of context. We're so excited about that, and we've added another country. Tanzania is now on the board. Go Father figure, John. Tanzania.
0: People are getting we rescued were, in we Tanzania. We were just talking
1: about Tanzania the other day, weren't we? I love us. <laughs> so anyway, so it's really beautiful, and you know, we said at the equipping day, and we said it when we filmed you preaching the gospel so beautifully, Father John, a year, year ago, soon to be in October, that this is really a global movement, and that's exactly what we're seeing, We're hearing some really great things. And with that, we've got a set of big announcements coming soon. So stay tuned to Rescue Project, do, uh, you, RescueProject.us, this podcast, and a whole set of things because we have much to share.
0: Yeah, I love it. Thanks yep. Thanks much.
1: Yeah, so back to our topic.
0: Yeah, so let me tell you where this came from. Uh, you know, I was, I was praying the other day, and I, so I had an opportunity. Many of us know uh, Lisa Brennickmeyer. She's the, um, the founder of Walking with Purpose, which... I know you just absolutely love. I, I, I think my experience when I was a, a pastor is it's, it's hands down the best women's ministry and apostolate that I've ever come across. Lisa's just an extraordinary woman. If you're not familiar with her and, and walking with purpose is, uh, is really an amazing ministry. Lisa's on our board, uh, which is a great gift. And, and, and I'm a chaplain for um, walking with purpose. And every once in a while we do these zoom calls. Uh, so I'm, I'm on the call with her and, um, and a couple of key people on her team, and then about 2,500 women. And uh, we, we could all see each other, obviously, but it was just we gathered together to pray the rosary, and uh, it was all on trust. And uh, she, she always puts together this really beautiful series of reflections for each mystery and then um, every decade as well. And um, I guess it got me thinking in a special way as we get back to school at this time of year. I would, I, I'm thinking especially, not only, but especially of moms. You know, so I I know you as a mom and as a grandmother and my sisters who are moms and grandmothers and great grandmothers, um, so many of my friends. Trust is like the most difficult issue, I think, for parents.
1: You know, Father John, I mean, uh, we, we could have a long conversation about this topic. Um, I think, too, against the, um, the national and global backdrop of just what looks like chaos, I think as moms, we go first to what about our children? Right. And so I, I don't know if that's where, where some of these women are coming from, um, but I think trust is like this tug of war. You know, as I'm hearing you talking, it's like I can see a tug of war between um, wanting to completely trust um, the Lord, and then going to the Lord, giving him what it is I'm concerned about, my, you know, my children, my grandchildren, and then taking it back. Right. And um, I, I think you and I have talked about this before, too. I, I've often said that it's what comes, what, what comes off my lips um, when I say, like, Jesus, I love you, is a much easier thing to say. I, I think Jesus, I trust you, has always been harder, for me, because because it's all surrounded around this uncertainty, and we live with the illusion that we have control, and right. we don't have to be in control because we know the One who is, right? Yeah,
0: that's that's exactly what it is too. It's an illusion. <clears throat> yeah. So let me just keep building on this if I can real quick, and then maybe we can talk about some sure. things and how we can um, we can grow, <laughs> if you will. So the the origin of this was this podcast or this Zoom call with Lisa, and then you just broke that open um, as a mom and a grandma. Then you've also got, you know, this whole (laughs) economic and political climate that we're living in in the country right now. And, you know, for anybody who's running a business and, and we're running a small apostolate in Acts 29, everybody's kind of battening the hatches um, with a sense of unknown because of uh, just where we are economically so that that threatens trust again for many of us our work in Acts 29 um, just speaking candidly uh, and asking people to pray for for us has been an an opportunity for me to continue just to grow in trust Mm. because we've we went from being a you know kind of like a small team of five people we're now doubled we're ten and you know I The Lord brought me back in prayer a couple days ago to uh, an experience that you and I and Deacon Steve and some others had just as we were founding Acts 29. I felt like the Lord said to us uh, in the middle of a Mass, we were praying and then just taking some time after communion, and his word was, um, this is so much bigger than you think. And he brought that back to mind uh, again the other day, and I felt like he, he just had this little... Yeah, the Lord often talks to me with a smile on his face and uh, he just looked at me and said, did you think I was kidding when I said that to you? Like this is so much bigger than you think. And, and anytime you grow, whether you grow as a family or you grow as an organization, um, there's challenges that come with it. And the, and the challenge for me personally is just, uh, it, it's requiring greater dependence on the Lord as if I wasn't dependent on him before. So, uh, we, we have some just huge opportunities in front of us, some things with regards to the rescue project that you're talking about. Um, and so the other day, <laughs> I'm sitting in prayer. We've talked often here about the surrender novena. And uh, so I pray it every day. I mean, I, I never, I've never prayed novenas until I came across the surrender novena. And now I think I'll pray it the rest of my life. And for those of you not familiar with it, there's this very short, uh, litany that you just pray at the end of every day, and you repeat it ten times, and it's, "Oh Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything." So I'm praying that, and I got done, and I felt like the Lord said to me, "You know, you keep saying those words, but you're not doing it." And I went, "Oh, oh no!" And it, and it was so. It wasn't condemning. It was just it's he was almost laughing at at me with it, right. like you keep saying these things, but you're not you're not actually surrendering. And I'd gone to confession just a couple days ago and I was uh, just preparing and just dealing with some different things and some of it's just agitation and uh, and whatnot. And uh, I felt like the Lord just nailed as I was literally walking into my uh, my confessor, priest friend of mine and um, felt like he just said really clearly, your problem, John, is you just don't trust God. me. And I, and I think I do, like, I really do think I trust him. But clearly, he's asking much more of me. So,
1: But I think there's seasons, Father John, too, where we step in, hmm. um, where it requires an ever deeper level of trust. I, I think we do trust him. Yeah. But then we find ourselves— God's divine providence in places and seasons in our life where he's taking us and I, I've said this before to you in conversations maybe even here with our friends who are listening he's taking us deeper into the end of the pool yeah. that requires an ever greater trust and you know you know you were talking about how the Lord gently spoke to you as you were praying the surrender prayer I mean think about how many how many times in our lives we've prayed the rosary and those three first Hail Marys are dedicated to an increase in faith hope and and charity, and I often wonder, where is my faith? I've been praying for an increase of faith for years, and do I really have the level of faith that I should? And God is so patient, amen, yeah. right?
0: Yeah. So, yeah, so I just wanna encourage people right now, as you're listening, if you're one of those that you feel like this is speaking to you, just stop. Whatever you're doing right now, just stop. Like, I, I think the Lord wants some of us, um, because so many of us struggle with this, just, stop, maybe even hit pause and just think about what is it that I am struggling to trust you with, Lord, and just make a like a a simple prayer, like, Lord, just help me to be able to hand this to you, whatever it is, maybe it's a loved one, maybe it's a situation at work, maybe it's whatever it might be. Um, Don't don't just let this be something you listen to. Let this be something that you act on, because the Lord's talking to some of us right now, if not all of us right now, just inviting us deeper and wanting to reveal himself more fully uh, as a good father and to show that we have nothing to be afraid of right now. Cause of course the enemy's strategy is you can't trust him. He's not reliable. He's not good. He's not faithful. He doesn't come through. And those are all just lies. So again, um, if this is something that the Lord's speaking to you and take a minute and just um, pause whatever you're doing, reflect and, and ask the Lord, Lord, just increase this within me and help me to know you so that I can see there's no reason for me to be afraid. There's no reason for me to be anxious. There's no reason for me to be terrified because uh, you're God and nobody else is. And you're not just all-powerful. And you're not just loving, you are love, right? Is that Abs- true?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, Father John. You know, and as I'm listening to you talk, I'm thinking about is as we quiet ourselves, we'll, we'll be able to hear the Father's voice. And once we hear the Father's voice, we're able to discern the lies of the enemy. Mm. And I think it's just really important. I just love what you just said about just being still, because in that stillness, we can hear the Father's voice, and then it's much easier to discern the voice of the enemy, mm-hmm. the tone, and what is said. And that should give us all cause for great hope and consolation, and peace, and increase in trust. That's right. right?
0: That's, that's why I was able to discern that that voice that was saying, "You keep saying these words, but you're not doing it." It, it wasn't condemning. It wasn't harsh. It was. It was almost. It was almost laughing, like son. Right. Like you're falling into a habit and um, and it's it's not a good habit in the sense that you're just mouthing some words. And so I, I want you to go back to the reality. Right. That's but what it, a good
1: father does.
0: Yeah. You, you awesome. often say, you know, that uh, often remind us that uh, the most frequent command in the Bible is do not be afraid. I, I've never actually looked at how many times it is, but it, Supposedly, it's three hundred and sixty-five times. In A the Bible. verse
1: for every day of the year, right? Yeah,
0: and and you always say like that. That's just really encouraging. I find it alarming, and the reason I find it alarming is because that means that's the thing God has to say more than anything else. You know, which means there's that many occasions for us to be yeah, afraid.
1: Yeah, and you know, Father John too. I, I I I've often shared this with our team and with others. I think fear is one of the greatest strategies of the enemy, hmm. and and once fear gets a stronghold in your heart, um, it paralyzes us, and it keeps us from stepping into a set of things he wants us to step into, and you're, you're yeah. laughing as I'm talking about yeah. this, I know what you're going to say, but, but I do think fear is one of the mightiest Um, strategies of the of the evil no
0: I'm only laughing Uh, I'm actually smiling to myself because we were having this conversation my sisters and I not too long ago and and one of my sisters told me about a song the title if I remember correctly is the things that I'm afraid of are afraid of you Mm. and the you there is God Mm. and it was just like oh that's such a great line like the things that I'm afraid of they're afraid of you so I don't have to be afraid of them because they, they cower in fear in front of you.
1: That's beautiful. It's spot on, to you know, Father John.
0: I, I, again, I've I just been praying with this a lot because the Lord's been speaking to me. and I, I felt you know the Lord was saying to me in, in my own prayer the other day, and maybe this would be of some value to, to us who are listening, too. It was just this great encouragement where I he said something as simple as, you're not on your own. That's what I think a lot of us feel all the time. Like, I'm on my own. Nobody's with me. You know, we talk about having some of us have an orphan spirit where we just feel like I got to take care of myself. I got to protect myself. No one's there. No one's going to take care of me. Nobody understands me. And into that, you know, series of accusations and lies, the Lord just says rubbish like you're not on your own. Um, I have you in my hands. You're surrounded by angels. You have a host of intercessors in heaven who we aren't even aware of all these uh glorious men and women who are before the lord's throne who are cheering for us and i was reminded too you know what the day that i was ordained a deacon i remember coming back i was ordained at saint peter's i remember coming back to the the house where i was living the chapel and uh got down to my knees and was praying daytime prayer and the reflection that day right after getting ordained was from um Deuteronomy 1 verse 30 and 31 where uh, it simply said the Lord your God who goes before you will himself fight for you just as he did for you in Egypt before your eyes and in the wilderness where you have seen how the Lord your God carried you as a man carries his son all the way that you went until you came to this place. And it was such a a strong uh, image at that time, and it's a strong image for me again right now. And I feel like the Lord just wants to offer it to us that just to see the Lord's carrying us in his arms right now. He's carried us all the days of our lives. He's never going to put us down. He will continue to carry us. He's carrying those we love. And so we just want to bring whatever is causing the anxiety and the fear and the apprehension to him right now at this moment, huh?
1: Father, oh, that's beautiful. May I, may I add another scripture that came to mind? No, is we're your, a Okay, time, this, enough of the word of God, yeah, right? There's a quota. We're maxed out. As you were um, uh, reciting that beautiful passage, it reminded me of Exodus fourteen fourteen, and it simply says, The Lord will fight for you. Mm. You need only to be still. He will fight for you. That's he right. has fought for us, and he is fighting for us, and he will fight for us. Amen. You know, present tense and future tense. Father John, if there's just maybe one thing, maybe we could leave people with, maybe that um, might be something practical. Um, if I can share that with you, um, a set of years ago now, I came across um, this beautiful litany, and perhaps some of you who are listening have heard of it too. It it was written by the Sisters of Life. It's called the Litany of Trust. Uh, You can find it online. Uh, You can buy, you you can actually buy them and and have Mm -hmm. them mailed and share them. But it's a beautiful litany of trust and surrender. And it's a very, very simple prayer. Um, And you can find that at sistersoflife.org. And we'll hyperlink that into our show notes. Um, But I think just even a litany like that, even it's just, you know, Every day, you know, just a simple litany. Just walk through it, and it speaks to the condition of um, the human heart and all those places that we find ourselves. In. Yeah, it's
0: a great litany. Maybe just an exhortation as you as you send people to that. The danger, right, is just like what I did with the the surrender novena, which is we just end up mouthing words. So I love the litany of trust, especially for those of us who are unfamiliar with it. Let's just try to pray it this week as if we've. Uh, never read it before, never prayed it before. And whatever prayers we might go back to over and over again, let's just ask the Lord for the grace to pray them with attentiveness and not just to mouth words and to remember that the Lord holds us in his hands. He has the world in his hands. There's so many temptations to be afraid right now, but do not be afraid. God is with you and you were born for this.